So please do make your plans to stay, and uh, we will have our first Sunday meal time of fellowship together. The month of February is... <laughs> I know, is uh, dental hygiene. So if you have not yet purchased your items for our shoe boxes, then please do. I, I got some, I remembered to bring them. I'm so excited. Uh, some floss, some uh, toothbrushes are good. Flossers, what? I normally say floss, so I tried to, s- I normally say floss, so I tried to say it correctly this time. <sighs> Bless my heart. So, um, but yes, there's floss and br- and toothbrushes. If you can find those little, um, the the tab, the placards are good. The little tabs for um, for toothpaste, that's fine. But we cannot have r- real toothpaste or mouthwash because you can't have anything liquid. So just keep those things in mind. If you cannot, if you can't get to the store, bring a shoebox. If you um, want to donate some extra cash then that would be great as well it's nine dollars as far as we know right now nine dollars for shipping that's what it was uh, for the past couple of years everything is going up so who knows but but if you have a little extra then that'd be great also um i was i was given a list of things for the if you're interested in donating to the christian mission the things that they are in need of right now and and it was it changes uh, monthly uh, and uh the things that they need right now are um, mayonnaise, ketchup and mustard, salad dressing. So those, you know, those um, condiment items, um, cake and brownie mix, canned icing, mac and cheese, uh, boxed instant potatoes and stuffing, paper towels, and canned fruit, but no applesauce. Um, because apparently, well, I asked why, and and um, Lisa said I don't know if it's because they have so much of it. Yes, so. Um, but but those are the things they put together boxes for those in the community who are in need and those are the items that they need for right now so if you're interested in bringing any of those things also they need dog food and they need lady products so uh, if you if you would like to donate any of those things um lisa said that she would be happy because she goes she and gretchen go every month to donate so she said if you'd like to bring her some things then um she'd be happy to take them so uh, keep that in mind, and also if you need a list of things, just see her, and or I have the list right here if you're interested in donating to the the Christian mission. Because again, we're we've talked about this. We talked about it a couple years ago when the pandemic started. We are to be the church, and if we ha- if there are ways that we can help those around us, then we want to. And uh, also, being the church and community and fellowship and get your needles ready. And the 16th, we are going to be starting on our uh, our sewing club, whatever it is, our blanket, our <laughs> our blanket ladies. I don't know, but um, we'll come up with a name or not. It doesn't matter. But the 16th, we're going to be in the fellowship hall, putting just beginning our blankets. If you'd like to participate in that please bring whatever kinds of items you would like to uh, or if you'd like to come over to brother mike's class both will be starting at seven o'clock and uh, we would love for you to to be a part and fellowship yes it can yes absolutely yes if you would like if you want to be a participator then crocheting, knitting, uh, sewing, 
yes, those the felt, um, you, you tie the pieces of felt together. If you bring some felt and some scissors, we will we will look up look it up on YouTube how to do it. Okay, if you don't buy a kit, we you, we want that fellowship. Okay, we want that time together. Or if you are just like I am not gonna, <laughs> there's just no way, and you'd still like to be a part of that. Uh, donating uh, diapers or baby formula, anything like that, because we are going to take these items to the um, Crisis Pregnancy Center. But we, we just want a, a time of fellowship together, just, you know, having fun. So keep all those things in mind. Anything else I can't think of right this uh, the I'm sorry, yes, I can, the 20th um, um, membership. If you're interested, if you've not yet gotten a book, if you've not yet... Um, you know, discuss any of that stuff, then then please do get a book today. And the 27th, Dr. Tatum will be here. So we will be having a, a different type of service, but we still want you to come and participate. Now, anything else we will let you know. Um, the Winter Olympics is occurring right now. Okay, I don't know if you, any of y'all have watched any of the Olympics. I, I just I really, really enjoy the Olympics. It just makes me so proud, and, and and seeing all the different countries represented, it's just like wow, this is great togetherness, you know. In in a, in a time of great division, you know, the the togetherness is it's enough to to make you really proud. We started watching the speed skating. Have y'all seen any of this? Okay, so we were watching the 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 speed skating relay. So there, oh, bless it. They have four different, is it four or is it three? I think it's, I'm sorry, it's three. No? Okay. People on the, well, four people competing, but three people in the, on the team. So they were trying to explain how it works, and they have the big ice rink, and within the very center, the people are, are just warming up. In the middle, they're warming up. Then around them are people who are building up speed. And then the people on the outside edge are those who are competing against each other. So they do their two rotations, and then the, the ones who are building up speed begin to, to go along with them, and they, they skate alongside them. And it's really interesting. And then the ones in the middle who are, who are just warming up, they, they begin to, to go faster. So it's this whole, it's, a, it's very complicated. Anyway, the the people who are who are coming off of their rotation of competing, they're coming off their rotation and they're skating beside their partner because they're trying to build up the same speed and momentum, and they come behind them if they're they're the ones coming. They come behind them and they push them. They like grab their hips and push them to give them a little extra momentum as they begin. And I watched this happen. And again, I've never seen speed skating before. Wow, this is amazing. And I, I watched this happen, and I think, sometimes we just need a little push. We are in this together. We are not competing one against the other. We are in this together. And sometimes you just need a little push. So... If you are, if you've been running this race for a while, and you see somebody who just needs a little extra push, in a in a loving and gentle way, come in behind them, come in, come in beside them, 
and, and just give a little push, give a little extra. And if you are the one who is needing some help, do not be ashamed of the fact that you need to push because we are doing this to get to a common goal. Amen. Let's stand this morning and go to the Lord in prayer. Ask him to have his will in this service. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your goodness. Lord, we thank you because you are so good to us day after day after day. God, I thank you that you woke us up this morning. Lord, that you gave us breath in our lungs. I thank you and I praise you that your mercies were new today. God, that whatever happened yesterday is gone. It can be passed and we can be new in you. Father, I thank you and I praise you that you gave us the strength to be in your house. Lord, I just thank you and I praise you that there is no one who is here by accident, but every single person is here for a purpose, to hear and receive. God, to, to give encouragement and receive encouragement. God, I thank you and I praise you for those who are watching online. I just ask your will be done in their lives today, that you would give them strength and encouragement, that you would lift them up physically, mentally, emotionally. Father, I pray that your will be done in this place today. I ask you today that you would shake foundations. God, that you would tear down walls, that you would break chains of bondage, that you would save to the uttermost. God, I pray for the miracles that we have been asking you for, that we would see them happen today. God, we just trust you. We thank you. We praise you that everything that is said and done today would be acceptable to you. I pray that your anointing would be on each minister today, that everything that is done from the very first prayer to the very last prayer would lift you up and bless your holy name. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. You have my heart, and I am yours forever. You are my strength, God of grace and power, and everything you hold in your hand, still you make time for me. I can't understand. The Holy One, my unfailing love, unfailing love. You are my rock, the one I hold on to. You are my song, and I sing for you. And
understand, but I will praise you, God of earth and sky, how beautiful your unfailing love, unfailing love, and you will never change, God, you remain the Holy One. Addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus Your name is power Your name is healing Your name is shadows burn like a fire I just want to speak the name of Jesus over fear and all anxiety to every soul held captive by depression your name is power, your name is healing, your name is life. Break every stronghold, shine through the shadows, burn like a Jesus in the streets, 
Jesus in the darkness over every enemy and Jesus for my family I speak the holy name Jesus sing that again shout Jesus from the mountains and Jesus in the streets Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. I speak Jesus for my family. I speak the holy name. Jesus. Declare it today. Your name is power. Your name is healing. And your name is your name is power your name alone thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Come in the room 
When you do what only you can do, it changes us, it changes what we see, and what we see. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, leaning into all you are, and everything else can wait. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, come now and breathe upon our hearts, come now and have your way. Because when you speak, and when you move, when you do what only you can do, it changes us, it changes what we see, and what we see. When you come in the room, when you do what only you can do, it changes us, it changes what we see, and what we see. Thank you, Jesus, that you are doing things today. Thank you, Lord.
us feel good in the house of the Lord today. His blessings and His glory. It makes a difference when He comes into the room. Praise God. It makes a wonderful difference. Time for praise time. We, we have this little section in the service time where people want to brag on Jesus. It's all right. And we want to receive that and accept that. I tell you, without question, God has been good to me. God has blessed me again and again, and I praise him for it. Hallelujah. Brother Mike spoke of it Wednesday night whenever I was, I guess I was saying so many different times some things about the lesson, breaking in and saying, and, and, and he's actually dotted my time for today that I think 32 seconds, brother, is that close that I have to shorten my message? Being God good, doesn't he make a difference when he comes? And when he comes into our heart and he begins to work and, and he begins to move those obstacles that seem to be standing in our way and he makes it clear and, and he shows us which direction to go, I thank him today and I love him with my heart and I appreciate all God's done for me. I'll tell you, he has done a lot. Our, my family, my church family, praise God. God is so good to me. For almost 27 years, complete next Sunday. Complete 27 years. Thank you for being so good to me. All those of you that are watching, thank you for all your help and all your blessings. Somebody out there in the congregation want to brag on Jesus. Has he been good in a particular way? Stand up and brag on the Lord. Amen. Praise you the Lord. Yes, sir. Thank God. Yes. Praise God. Hey, I like that. I, it's almost over. And, and some countries have already uh, declared it, as it were, over about six, seven different countries. You brag on Jesus, somebody else. God's good. Isn't he good? That's all right. Oh, my. Save me from myself. God, please continue your blessing. Oh, we thank you, Lord. no idea how bad it's been for different people. I have no idea. Only God knows how rough it is. But thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Is there one more that you, you love God? Well, all of you love God. And you say, well, if I don't stand up and brag on Jesus. Go ahead. You're next. Amen. The next one. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And there's not a next one that wants to stand 
Praise God. And the, and, and the testimonies, uh, good things in all of them, and the songs this morning. And, and when, we, when we say the name Jesus, I, I, I'll tell you, folks, when you say that name, it'll, it'll take care of a lot of stuff. Oh, because when Jesus comes into the room, he makes a difference. Amen. Let me, let me just mention one thing before I, I'm seated, is that we have... In the last uh, couple of weeks, uh, we've had to do some things around the church here. The insurance said, this is what you got to do. you got to do this and you got to do that. About three things that we had to do in order to keep the insurance current and keep it going and for them to cover. And then they had three or four things that, well, you might want to look at this. You might. So the three things that we had to do have been done. But they do cost. Aren't you surprised at that? And then, then we uh, got in a good mood, and and uh, we had the steeples washed, and that steeple washed. And has anybody noticed the difference in the old church building? That the bottom part of that. And my wife has pictures. If you want to see the great difference, the before and the how dynamite. Oh my! I'm just asking you. Now I come prepared because I knew I was going to do that. I come prepared to give. I asked my wife to write a check, and I said, "And if you want to give to, add to the check." And so you might didn't come ready. You may have to borrow some money from Shane Williams, but he don't mind. Let's boost it up because we paid out uh, three, four thousand dollars, something like that. We just need to replenish that help us if you can and if you can't this week put some on a card and 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 jeff will take it anytime boy he knows how and thank you jeff for knowing how Good morning. Welcome to the Cornelius Church of God. We're glad to have all of you with us this morning. It's time to receive our tithe and offering if our usher will come at this time. Thank you for every gift and all that you do. I know I appreciate it. I always am thankful whenever I see how much the deposit is going to be every week. Thank God for it, and I thank him for y'all for, for your giving. Brother Joyner, will you pray?
we have this morning Gretchen Papa's back and and Gretchen's unspoken request yes Sister Hager Definitely will pray for uh, Walker and um, Sister Hager's sister who has COVID, a daughter that has COVID. Brother Mike, want to continue prayer for Brother Mike's family? Yes, Sister Powell. pray for Eric Schwilling. The surgery goes well. And we want to pray for Jamie. Yes, ma'am. Sister Shuggy. Yes. I want to pray for Danny and Beverly and Sister Shuggy's family. Yes. She's probably watching, right? So, sister. Okay, we definitely want to pray for Sister Keller and Ken and Diane. Uh, yes, sir. Pop up. Want to pray for Georgie and the Dominican. Yeah, want to pray for his family. Yes. Chad. Yes. Definitely. Pray for Chad and his dad and his feet. Yes. If that's it, oh, I'm sorry, Amanda. Yes. pray for those ladies that manage the work and we do want to pray for work situations that we all may have I do yes 
Yes, we want to pray for Leneva and the stuff she's going through, and we want to pray for Andrew and his family for Doris. continued healing in that family. Yes, Doris. Robin. Yes, let's. I'll pray for Tracy Dyson. And all goes well. That's it. Unspoken request. Raise hands, and we'll take these to the Lord.
You know, when Mike could turn the camera down. Could we do that? Hallelujah. They may not, um, may not can see me, but maybe they can hear me. We're glad you're with us, though. Every one of you, God bless you. We love you a bunch. Amen. And uh, due to time restraints, I will not. I was ready to do all of them today, all 14 of the Declaration of Faith. I'm ready. <laughs> Hallelujah. And Jennifer says, amen, amen, amen. Uh, I, I wrote down on the top of my, um, this, this is my paper for uh, ministering today. And we've got several scriptures. We want the scriptures to speak for themselves, and maybe I will not elaborate a lot. But at the top of that page, I started with prayer is communicating with God. Prayer is communicating with God. And then prayer is building a relationship with God. When we read the scripture, God talks to us. So the more we read the scripture, the more we can hear from God. And, of course, he'll speak to our hearts at other times. But when we read his word, we know more about him and more about what he says. I will use the first, this we believe, of 14. The first one is, we believe in the verbal inspiration of the Bible. That this word is God breathed. That this word is God. And we'll go over that even some more. But isn't it amazing that then when we pray, we talk to God, and that builds a relationship. And so we might ask ourselves sometimes, how good is our relationship with God? Well, if it's not good, talk to Him some more. Look into the Scripture and let Him talk to you. And let's get that relationship what it ought to be. We know that at the beginning of time that God wanted relationship. He wanted some fellowship. 
And whenever Adam had done wrong and, and shied away from God, uh, God comes saying, where are you? Adam, I want some fellowship. And so let's keep praying. Let's keep reading the Word of God. Then I heard uh, one of the ministers on TV, and I flip the channels as well as anybody does, and even on Sunday, and one of those preachers said something about that this verbal inspiration was a love letter. And he also illustrated the fact that isn't it, wouldn't, it be, uh, wouldn't it be sad that if uh, Shane got a love letter from his sweetheart and he never opened it? This is a love letter from God. Let's open it. Whew, boy, I jumped. Whoo, glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen and amen. And then the title of my message, if there is a title, we need you, Lord. Lord, we need you. I need you. We need you, Lord. And that Lord of the studies that I made in here, that Lord is supreme in authority. Supreme in authority. Now, here's one that was mentioned yesterday at our table at the house. He is controller. We had one at the table said that that person said they were a control freak. Well, I know several that want to control, but I, I tell you this, if we'll allow God to be in control, we'll be better off people. <laughs> he is the controller when we say we need you, Lord. We need you, controller. We need you to look after our life and control us and give us direction. He's God. He's master. He's eternal. Hallelujah. Now we'll start with scriptures, and I hope that I don't go too fast. But I want the script. We've got several scriptures, and I want them to speak for themselves. And, and one of them we start, and we've been sort of rehearsing it a little bit uh, on Sunday. Uh, Psalm 34, 1, whenever it says, uh, uh, David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. He puts all the stuff up there, doesn't he? I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. That's a good thing. Verse 2, he says, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. And then the third one, he said, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let's make his name bigger. Let's magnify. Let's worship him. In every service, in everywhere we are, let's magnify his name and let's bless his name. Hallelujah. Let, let, let's magnify his name together and let us exalt his name together. Amen. Then verse 7 and 8 of 34. The angel of the Lord encamps around about them that fear him and he delivers us. Hallelujah. Angels right now. All of us. Around all of us. Verse 8 said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, taste 
and see that the Lord is good. I, I, I tell you, when we get into His Word, you may trip over some stuff that you don't like and that's bitter, but taste some more. <laughs> taste some more. Then Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6. This is verses that we have probably remembered over the years in Proverbs chapter 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. In all of our ways, in everything that we do, if we acknowledge him, he can give us the right direction. Have you ever been to a crossroad and you couldn't find your way, didn't know which way to go? Do I go right, do I left, do I go straight ahead? In that, in that spiritual crossroad, if you've submitted yourself to God, He'll give you instruction for that day and for the next day. Now, Psalm 100 we know as well, but let's read it together in Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I wonder right now, could everybody, I, I haven't seen this in Church of God in probably 40 years or maybe, can everybody say praise the Lord? Praise the Lord. Wow, make a joyful noise. Unto the Lord, all ye lands. And the next verse said, Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sing with me how great is our God. Amen. Oh, how great is our wonderful God. Verse 3. Know ye. Now here's. Here's some of these verses you'll catch on and hang on to because it'll be some of the scripture and some that we preach on. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that has made us and not we ourselves. It is He that has made us. It is God that created the universe. It is God that we're here today. It is God that we breathe. It is God that we have our being. And it is He that has made us, not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Next verse says, Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him and bless His name. Don't we bless His name today? The next verse said, For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Praise God, this is not in my notes, but do you understand that your textbooks, Sister Powell, when you were in school, the textbooks were different than some of them look today. They're changing the formula. They're changing this. They're changing, oh, we've got a better deal. Amen. How much is it that, that math goes from 2 plus 2 is 4, and now it goes to parentheses, 9 over this, and a pair, and, and it looks like that, and then equals, and subtract this, and, and go through a formula that's about uh, uh, too long for me uh, uh, to come out with the same answer. But I'll tell you, the truth of God endures to all generations. The truth remains the truth. Hallelujah. 
you don't have to remember how you told the truth because the truth stays there. You'll have to remember what lie you told. Now, you'll have to remember that because you'll need to tell it the same way the next time. But you don't have to remember how you told the truth. It remains the same. 139 and 14 of Psalm. 139. I will praise thee for I am he just said that it is God that made us, didn't he say that? And he said, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made, and marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Those of you watching, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Don't you understand? It's God that made you, and he didn't make the trash. He made good stuff. Every one of you are beautiful. Look at your neighbor and say, you are beautiful. You are Genesis, Genesis 1, 26, and God said, let us make. It is God that made us. We ought to operate like the song that Jennifer sings sometimes in here with his breath. He gave us that breath, and I'm going to bless him with it. But all of that breath that is in me... Uh, and let us make man, God said, in our image and after our likeness. Now, remember, after our likeness, it'll come up later. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. Right there, it's not written in but because you don't have enough, enough space. But right there, it's saying, let Larry Jonah go catch trout. And croaker and eat them. With us. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. I won't do the creeping things. Uh, then the next one. Amen. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created him male and female. He didn't have to go any further. He said, that'll make it. That'll produce everything we need. I don't need to make it. Somebody jump on. Hallelujah. God made us. And he made us in his likeness. Romans 14 and 8 says it this way. Oh, am I too fast? For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. Whether we, now, now, this is a scripture you need to tuck under your fifth rib, folks. Make it one of your memory verses. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live therefore or die, we are you belong to God, Brother Mike? You're His. Praise God. My my wife uh, told the kids whenever they were getting old enough to drive and get out and go places, whenever they leave the house, remember who you are, and remember whose you are. Hallelujah! I know who I am. Because he says, I am who I am. And I, whose are you? I belong 
to God. Whether I live or whether I die, thank God, I belong to the Lord. Psalm 51 and 5. Now, I belong to Him, I love Him, and I praise Him. 51 and 5 said, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. We're all born the same way, shapen in iniquity. <laughs> and now those that are taking care of the Scripture, please, uh, as I was looking back, I've got a few that you don't have right here. <laughs> And here they are. I marked them down. Now, 24 of Psalm. Now, Psalm 24, we know that that verse says, The earth is the Lord's. The earth is the Lord's. You can repeat that with me if you will now. The earth is the Lord's. The earth, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning... And then we understand the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell in it belong to God. God is in charge. Not the White House, not Congress. They can pass anything they please. But I want to tell you, nothing's going to take place like it's supposed to take place until God says it. Hallelujah. Boy, I'm getting, boy, this, I'm, I'm concerned about this global warming. 26 degrees this morning. Now, how in the world are we going to get past this global warming? I want to tell whoever might want to listen, and uh, my, as I understand it, uh, the ability of my voice being recorded somewhere in Washington is a it is capable. They, are, they could do it. Amen. I don't care. Whoever's listening, can I tell you that the world is not going to be on fire until God says. He's the controller. He's the one in charge. He's the Lord. He's the eternal God. He's the mighty one. Oh, he's the one that has the power Thank you, lovely Lord. I won't read. I won't do any more of those. But listen to what 8911 says, somewhat the same. Sounds very familiar. The heavens are thine. The earth also is thine. It doesn't belong to shame. It doesn't belong to might. The earth belongs to God. The earth and whatever happens in that earth, God is in charge of that. God sees the end result of all of that. The heavens are thine. The earth also is thine. As for the world and the fullness thereof, thou hast founded them. <laughs> Glory, thou hast founded them. Now, the New Testament gives us instructions in that way as well in 10 and 26. 10 and 26 of 1 Corinthians. 10 and 26, 1 Corinthians. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. <laughs> Nothing else 
matters. God said, seek first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. I'll add the other stuff. You seek me. You get a dose of me. You learn my love letter. You look at me. You have a relationship with me. That's most important. Everything else will come as you need it. Hallelujah. Praise God. We can get back. That same 51, Sister Julie, and I know your name is Judith. I understand that, but I like to say Julie. Sister Julie, don't you understand that in that same Psalm 51, God is getting instruction from David. David said, God, please have mercy on me. What, what he could be saying is what I, my title is, Lord, help me. We need you. We need you, Lord. We need you. Because he said in 51 there, he said, have mercy on me. He said, wash me. He said, cleanse me. Deliver me. Create in me. Restore unto me, he said in verse 12 of that. And then again in Psalm 23 and 3, he restores my soul. God is in charge. God is the controller. We, I don't care if your name is Sam or Lucille or Beth uh, or if your name is Elmer. It doesn't matter. Everything belongs to God, whether you live or you die. You belong to God. You need to turn to God. We need to seek God. And then everything else will come along as needed. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> then he said in Romans 3.23, that's your next verse, isn't it? In Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Right, Brother Mike? For all have sinned. David said we were born into sin and all have sinned. Then Luke 13, 3 and 5 gives us the remedy. I'm sorry. No, I'll, I'll wait on you. Luke 13, 3 and 5. And it's, it's almost the same thing, and we know what it is. I tell you, nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. So therefore, we've got to repent. Amen. We were born into sin. All of sin comes short of the glory of God. We've got to repent. And verse 5 says somewhat the same uh, of Luke chapter 13 and 5. I tell you, nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Same thing. Except you repent, we're going to perish. We were born in sin. We were shaping in iniquity. All have sinned, come short of the glory of God. I'm going to say something that might surprise two of you or three of you. The Lord saved you 1940. The Lord saved you 1960. You can still repent today. We don't have to close our eyes with sin in our heart. Somebody jump over the church with this preacher. What happens? The devil gets a hold of us 
and gets us busy and we forget and things pile up and pile up and after a while we got a lot of stuff that we need to get under the blood. But if except you repent, you're going to perish. I tell you, everybody, everywhere, beginning with the preacher, everywhere, except we repent, we will perish. Pride doesn't need to hinder you from repenting. Now, Luke 19 and 10, we can quote that one probably, that the, the Lord came to seek and to save that which was lost. <laughs> For the Son of Man came to seek. He came looking for us. He came expecting us to hear him. <laughs> Praise God. And then John 3, 3 and 5, it says the same as Luke 13, but it says another way. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 5. Says Jesus, answer verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We've got to repent and we've got to be saved. We've got to be changed. Restore, David said, cleanse me. <laughs> Have mercy on me. Purge me. Praise God. It might not hurt Larry Jordan to use some of those words. Purge me, Lord. Psalm 118, 24, look what he said. Psalm 118 and 30, uh, 24, this is the day which the Lord hath made. Now we're, we're coming up to this. We're just about to get to the start of the message. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. <laughs> Does anybody have any struggles? Does anybody have any difficulties in your life? Does any, is anybody mad at your spouse? We've got good preaching on that the last three weeks. We need to take it to heart, go back and get it and pull it out. Hallelujah. Is anybody got any difficulties when you get out tomorrow to go to work? It doesn't matter. This is the day. Now, if it's Thursday, the verse is the same. This is the day. If it's Saturday morning, this is the day that the Lord hath made. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to rejoice in it and be glad. Sounds like a choice, Sister Powell. Now, it sounds like, Sister Powell, if you so desire, you can mulligrub about half the day. And then the other half, you can eat bologna sandwich. But it's your choice. This is the day the Lord's made. I'm going to rejoice in it. I'm going to be glad. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to raise my hands and bless the Lord at all times. We belong to Him, don't we? We're, we belong to Him. 
Now, this is the message starts with this verse. Matthew 6 and 11. Give us this day our daily bread. What I need today, Lord. There's nothing wrong with having as much money as my wife has. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you having an abundance of And Brother Mike, I ain't getting none of it. There's nothing wrong with having a dollar. But this is the day the Lord's made, and this is the day that you're in. Give me today. What do I need today, Lord? How do I need to serve you today? How do I need to work for you today? Who can I bless today? Who can I rejoice with today? Who can I lift up today? Who can I call today and tell them about your goodness today? Today, because we don't know if tomorrow will get here. We've already spent yesterday, can't do a thing about that. How many of you can do a thing about what's happened? It's already done. It's already done. This is the day that the Lord has made. Give us this day, Lord, our daily bread. Uh, Lord, let me look at your love letter, what I need to do today. If you're not careful, he'll tell you in his love letter. Lord, what is it that I can handle? Oh, look at this. This is good for me today. Praise God. Amen. Now, give us this day our daily bread. Four and four of Matthew. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. No, I am not going to be Brother Gilly today and preach every word. <laughs> but you don't live by bread alone. Boy, I, listen, I do like everything except boiled okra. So, Lord, whatever I need. But I can't live just on that bread alone. Pork chop and cornbread and, and tomato pastry and, and side meat and, and honey. And, and I'm so sorry you were not there. But by every word, by every word of his love letter, that's how we live. By every word of his love letter. Let's get back to his love letter and hear what he has to say and accept his word. Jeremiah, Brother Mike likes this one. Jeremiah 15, 16. Thy words were found. Find, go, go dust the, go, go get the dust off of it. Find that word again. Amen. And this was in the house of God in the Old Testament. Thy word, why was it lost in the house of God? Why was the word of God is there churches today that are not preaching the word today? But thy word was found, and I did eat them, and thy word was unto me. Everybody say joy. That your words was the joy. The joy and rejoicing of my heart, 
for I am called by thy name. Whose are you? Remember whose you are. I'm called by thy name, O Lord, God of hosts. Amen and amen. And John 1 and 1 tells us again, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Give us this day our daily bread. Well, look in there. You'll find it. Pray. you get everything you need, all the nutrition. Boy, isn't it wonderful, all the nutrition we're going to take. We're taking vitamins for this, you know, the, 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 the vegetable vitamin and the, and the fruit vitamin. So do you get your vegetables and fruits. You take this and take that, and some people go online to find out what's the best thing to eat and what's the best thing. <laughs> Well, spiritually, we need to eat too, so get right here, and every word, find that word. The word is God. The word was God. That, that, and that was in the beginning. It started with, in the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. Now, this is only for Brother Mike. This, you don't have this one either, but this is only for Brother Mike. Brother Mike, David said it in Psalm 119.11 that he was going to hide thy word have I hid in my heart. Now Brother Mike gets a little concerned with that verse because he said sometimes when I hide stuff I, I don't know where it is. I can't find it. I, 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 I give you that. But I tell you what David was saying. Listen, don't. David must have knew my mother. Marjorie, Jonah, and, and, and David knew her. Because my mother said, please learn the Word of God. Please absorb the Word of God. Please eat the Word of God. Please uh, digest the Word of God. She said, they're going to come and get you Bibles. My mother honestly believed before she died that troops were going to come at the door. And, but, you know, because of the word would fade away and fall in the way and different things. Uh, oh, get the word! That's what my mother said uh, always. Uh, and so that's what David said. Get the word, hide it in your heart, then those soldiers can't get it. Amen. Praise God. We need the word, don't we? We need that love letter. Second Peter 1 and 21 says it this way about that word, that the word of God for the prophecy and the word. This written came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. I want you to answer a question for me. If you can, how is it that Habakkuk could sit down oh, and the Holy Ghost come on him and he start writing and then all of a sudden you see it in 2022 how can it be that David Moses Matthew how can it be that these writers wrote stuff that we see today how is it they wrote stuff 
<laughs> they didn't know anything about it. Praise God, we're going to get to another scripture in a little bit, one of those Old Testament members. They didn't, but they knew what they felt in their heart. They knew, so the word came out. It wasn't devised by a committee. Those 66 books of the Bible, they were not devised. That We didn't have a round table discussion. And let's put this in there. Put, whew, but God, the verbal inspiration of the Bible. We need to eat it. We need to absorb it. We need that love letter. We need those words. Oh, we need you, Lord. We need you, controller, in our lives today. We need you, we need you, we need you. Then, one of Jennifer's favorites, she's tried to get us to memorize this verse as well as we memorize uh, John 3.16. This is Colossians 3.16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, we'll come back to richly in wisdom in a minute, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Let the word of Christ dwell in you. Zach, get all you can. Let it dwell in you. Read his word. Hear his word. Praise God. Except, And do you know, we don't have one leg to stand on. Because now they make tapes that reads every word of the Bible from head to toe, from start to finish, everything. You can turn the tape on. You can open the Scripture. It'll read every one of those difficult words. No, I, I don't like reading First Chronicles and, and those where they got these long words and and lineages, and and you go you go through the lineage of Judah, and then you come back with the lineage, and there's twelve of those, and you can't pronounce those words. How can you imagine naming one of your babies after some of this stuff in the Old Testament? Naphtali, Haggai, Zephaniah. Malachi. And they, they're worse than that in, in Chronicles. But let that word be in you. Let it dwell in you. Let every word of God dwell in you. Let it be a part. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Sister Dean, I've jumped over the church three or four different times and haven't even mentioned it. But let it dwell in you richly. When, he, when you look at that richly, it is abundantly supplied. When you let that word dwell in you, uh, abundantly supplied. Get some more of it. Yeah. It means abounding in Christian virtues and eternal possessions. Now, you may know a lot of stuff. In fact, if I would ask who is the smartest person in here today, please stand up. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But I wonder who is the smartest person in here. Well, I want to tell you, that's good. 
That's wonderful. You may be president one day because of it. But can I tell you, whenever you dwell on the Word of God, <laughs> let the Word of Christ dwell in you, then that's an eternal possession. That's something you won't forget it. You won't lose it. Oh, whoo! Are you going to jump over the church with me? First Timothy 6 and 17. First Timothy 6 and 17. Charge them that are rich in this world. They're not rich with eternal possessions, but they're rich in this world. That they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. Richly all things to enjoy. Boy, God's built and made some lot of good stuff for us to enjoy. Praise God. I don't know if it's 11 o'clock yet. I don't have my watch. But let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Wisdom. There means higher spiritual. Higher God said, my ways are a lot higher than your ways. What I can help you with is a lot more than you can do yourself. Did anybody hear me? What I can do and give us this day our daily bread. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Lord. Stuff that I don't even know how to do. Because he gives it to us richly that we may enjoy all of it. Glory! Hallelujah. Ephesians 1 and 7. Uh, 17. Ephesians 1 and 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. Let it dwell in you in all wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. <laughs> you know what? If you know a lot, you might need to take along a little wisdom with it to know when to say that a lot. Has anybody ever said when you didn't? Let the Word of God dwell in you in all wisdom, that spiritual higher stuff. <laughs> Think before you speak. Have you ever spoken without thinking? <laughs> Lord have mercy. I don't know why I asked that rhetorical question. But we know when we're lacking wisdom of any sort, James 1 and 5. Now we know this one. Without looking at it, we know if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men. How does he do it? Let's everybody say it. Liberally he gives liberally 
He gives enough. He gives more than enough. You don't believe it? 5,000 men on the side of a mountain, and they took up 12 basketfuls after they fed everybody. He gives more than enough. I'll tell you what, when God blesses it and breaks it, <laughs> it's more than liberally. He gives liberally. He dishes it out liberally. Your name is Frank. Oh, it don't matter. He'll give it liberally. You need some wisdom? Oh, my. You reckon, you reckon because we got so many folks, and I'm lots of times right at the top of the list, that don't got enough wisdom, you're not wise enough, is because we hadn't asked for it. He'll give it to everybody. The controller will give you wisdom liberally enough and then some. Why are we lacking? In fact, why are we lacking in anything? Because God enjoys giving us his love letter. Praise God, this is good to me. I don't know who has got a thing out of it. James 3, 17. Oh, I know I didn't read all the rest of it. Oh, okay, let's read the rest of it. Hold it there. Because that wisdom is without partiality, and it's not hypocritical. Now, 3.17, But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. Peaceable, gentle, easy to be treated, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. Whew. That wisdom that we're talking about there, Brother Mike, is that Proverbs wisdom. You ever read Proverbs? Wisdom is one of the high notes of the entire book. Wisdom. Wisdom. And, and, and it said something about wisdom was at the beginning when all of it was made. That sounds like that wisdom was God. Do we need some more of God? Do we need liberally God in our heart? We need that proverb with praise God. Hallelujah. Now we are sons and daughters of God, 1 John 3, 1. <laughs> 1 John 3 and 1. Behold what manner of love that the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Boy, it's wonderful that God created the heavens and earth and he made us in his own image, in his own likeness. And then we became sons of God. We've already seen that the earth is the Lord, the fullness thereof, and all those that are in it, everybody that's in it. You belong to God. We ought to live like it. Oh, my. Sister Zugin, tell me 
not now, but after church, why are we so shy to tell everybody about Jesus? He's my daddy. He owns it all. He's the richest. Oh, my, land of Moses. Was it uh, Jeff that lost Zuckerberg? That lost 31, with a B, billion the other day because of one stock that went so... Can you imagine, Brother Mike, have you ever in a single day lost 20, 31 billion? Can't remember? Your wife looks after the books. Your wife... God is richer than that. Bill Gates. Oh, well, you can name the top ten. And they may come up to be close to a trillion. May come up to a trillion. You had the Rothschilds in there. They're worth, do you know the Rothschilds are worth 73 with a T trillion dollars. Seventy-three with a T trillion dollars. God is richer than that. I don't know what he's done for a hundred and fifty million others, but I know that God has paid bills at the Joiner house sometime when it looked like that maybe $483 is coming in this week, but God paid 973 bills, dollars worth of bills. You've seen it yourself. It's happened in your life where you didn't know you could pay the light bill, but, but God opened the door. Somebody needs to shout, Hallelujah! Because God has done it again and again. And He didn't depend on the stock market. And He didn't depend on bonds or gold or silver. The earth is the Lord's. Can we tell you something about the earth is the Lord's? David didn't have time to explain it like we needed explained right there. The earth is the Lord's. The cattle on that hill is the Lord's. The sheep on that hill is the Lord's. The shepherd tending the sheep is the Lord's. Open the earth and that gold and uranium. Somebody jump over the church with this preacher. Hallelujah. The uranium, the gold, all kind of the zinc, whatever's down there, it belongs to God. You're not hearing me, Sister Powell. You don't hear me. The Bible tells me that the gates of heaven are a single pearl here and a single pearl gates of pearl. You walk on you walk on gold. Bell all kinds 
of beautiful things in heaven. And God owns it all. And God owns me. And he said, I will supply all your need according to his riches in glory. Now, verse 2, Beloved, now we're the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we, say that next word with me, No! We know! Devil, we know! He's the prince of the powers of the air. You knew that. That's, that's why I looked up. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like. Let's create man in our image, in our likeness. When he appears, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Praise God. You won't need a Jeep or a Cadillac or a Mazda or a Honda or even a Mercedes. Whenever, whew, Sister Julie, when we're in glory and you're standing here on Straight Street and you say, I'd like to see. Brother Mike and Sister Dean. There you are. There ain't no Mercedes gets you that quick as God can. Because when we see him, we shall be like him. Whoa. It's the thought process. When we're in glory, you think about seeing Brother Mike. There you are. Praise God. Oh, there he is with you. Hallelujah. Psalm 17, 15. As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. With thy likeness, I'll be like him. I'll try to hurry up for the rest of the time. I'll try. 1 Corinthians 15, 49. 1 Corinthians 15, 49. I tell you what, technology, it has to wait. We have to wait on technology sometimes. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Haley, you're beautiful. And I mean it from the deep of my, you're beautiful. But you got the earthy now. Won't be long before we can have the heavenly. Woo! Lord have mercy. Praise God. We're gonna take on a different one. Now, Romans 8, 18. Got five more verses, I think, or seven. 8, 18. For I reckon that the sufferings, whatever we've been through, whatever you go through, of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us when we get over there. And then 
The next one, 2 Corinthians 4.17. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Praise God. And Paul is saying this. Paul is saying it's going to be better when I get to glory. It's going to be better. Brother Mike, you won't have any back problems in heaven. Brother Mike, you won't have any knee or hip problems in glory. Sister Sugar, you won't have any physical problems at all when we get to glory. 1 Corinthians 2 and 9, but as it is written, whew, let's put this in our repertoire. Well, might look at that word, use it sometime. Let's put it in our repertoire. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither hath it entered into the heart of man, the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him. Now that love Him will come up in a little bit again. Love, you, you can't even imagine. You can't, how many has ever thought about owning that mansion that maybe cost six million? I, don't raise your hand. I, I've, I've, I've thought of that one that was 17 million. But I'll tell you what I'm going to get in heaven. Titus 2.13. Looking. We, we mentioned that a while ago. For that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We're looking for it. They were looking for it in Job chapter 19. He was looking for it. In fact, Job said it this way. In Job 19, 25, and through 27. For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that I shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God. I'm going to see God. Next verse said, Whom I shall see for myself, and mine eye shall behold, and not another. Though my reins be consumed within me, Job didn't know a thing about Jesus Christ. Just what he hoped. Just what he hoped. <laughs> but he said, I know I'm going to see it. Hebrews and Timothy are the last verses. Hebrews 9, 28. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many and unto them that look Remember that word look a while ago? For them that look for him. Are you looking for him? For them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. The last verse, 2 Timothy 4, 6, 7, and 8. Paul said, I am now ready to be offered. The time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, 
which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them that what? Love his appearing. I'm his. God help me to read some more of your love letter and know more about you. I want to see him, don't you? I belong to God. He's looking after me. Father, love you for your word, and may your word go forth and touch the heart of the hearer. May all be blessed by you. We need you, Lord. We need you, God. We need you, eternal God. We need you, controller, supreme authority. We need you in our lives. I can't make it without you. I gotta have your help, Lord. I've gotta have your help. Please help me. Help all of these here today, all those watching and throughout the world. As people call out to you, ask, you shall receive. Seek your find, knock it'll be open. And Father, we count upon that. And that your word that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. But the end of the way is when we will be together and we will be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Now, God, go with every person here, your love and your blessing in every heart. And we ask these favors in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. May the word of God go with you. Please have dinner with us. Please have dinner with us. And we'll see you at the fellowship hall. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.